You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Up Your Brave show here with Natalie Cutler-Welsh on Reality Check Radio. And my next guest is Wendy V. We're going to be talking about soul-aligned living and optimizing the human experience. Welcome to the Up Your Brave show, Wendy. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. Same. I'm excited to hear some of your wisdom. For those of you that don't know Wendy, Wendy Vermeulen, Mm-hmm. Wendy V well is, is the visionary founder behind Soul Fit Mastery, a transformative four-pillared coaching program dedicated to fostering soul-aligned living. Embarking on a journey into the heart of hum- um, humanizing, humaning, humaning, Wendy explores physical optimization, mindset well-being, the energy that permeates all things, and the authentic understanding of one's spiritual path. Having worked with and supported thousands of people over the years, from young adults finding their way to multinational CEOs, Wendy brings a wealth of experience to her transformative coaching. With over three decades of dedicated study and work in health, wellness, and spirituality, Wendy is a seasoned expert who channels her wealth of knowledge through her highly attuned intuitive gifts. She effortlessly weaves through modern and ancient teachings, as well as scientific and esoteric explorations, crafting a practical and easily applicable toolkit for all. Wendy is not just a guide. She's a living testament to the philosophy that life really can be this good. Uh, You can join her in the journey towards soul alignment and discover the transformative power of soul fit mastery. Ooh, I want to learn all about soul fit mastery. <laughs> that sounds uh, so good. I'm going to record does. that and listen to it. I can't wait to hear all about it. Um, before we dive into soul aligned living, because a lot of our listeners will be intrigued and also wondering what that means. I would love to know how have things been for you in the past few years? I know you moved from Auckland to the Mount, Mount Monganui. Um, how's it been going for you? Um, I think like many it was an opportunity it was a great opportunity it's been a challenging year on so many levels as it has been for many however um personally it feels like the last three years life makes even more sense Mm. and it's almost like everything the journey I've been on in life It makes sense for this period. And so the opportunity to be here, the opportunity to change direction a little bit. So even though, um, as we all experience, there has been some challenges and it's been mind-blowingly weird, (laughs) it's also been a great gift, actually. Hmm. You geographically changed direction. And then do you mean you also changed direction in your business as well? Yeah, I did, actually. I refined the direction I've been in. And, and yes, geographically, um, it was hard. I always wanted to come and move down here. I was just afraid that um, my life would be too small. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not ready for a small life. I want a big life. And, however, interestingly, my life is bigger now anyway. Mm. And so it's a it's an interesting thing of um, this is part of soul-aligned living of when we just get out of the way and how amazing it is where we actually end up and everything we've been seeking is right there if we just get out of the way. How do you find the energy down there as well? And I don't know where you lived in Auckland. And of course, it's not just about the geographic place. It's the 
energy of the space, like the house that you're in and the people you surround yourself with? How is the energy for you down there? Yeah, interesting. I was in central Auckland always, and most of my career has been in central Auckland. And so um, that had a lot of benefits as well for me and for my business. Um, And so, yes, the energy here is quite different. more laid back, obviously, which we know about beach living. But what I also really love is how down to earth and communicative people are. And like, I live in a lovely, I'm really blessed. I live in a lovely cul-de-sac. I know all the neighbors, we all Mm. know each other. And I also live across the road from the beach. So I like walk my dog on the beach every morning. I have a really lovely space that I work from. I work from home. So I have this little sort of yoga studio space that I work from. So yeah, the energy is definitely really positive and yeah, it feels really good. And what I also love is just all the little honesty boxes along the side of the road, you know, the buy the avocados here and, you know, some little plants that you can buy and you just put some coins in. And I just love that so much because we kind of lost that. Well, we have lost that a lot in central Auckland in particular. I know the outskirts still have that a bit, but central, uh, you wouldn't see it. So it's so nice to to see that community connection. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. love an honesty box. <laughs> yeah, I know. It still blows me away. And so there's one um, on the way back to Auckland and it's like a whole shop. It's a whole like veggie shop and they just have an honesty box. Here. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> and they're surviving. So people must be honest in general. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> so speaking of changing direction for our listeners, how many of you in this new year that we're now in, how many of you have quote unquote changed direction, either literally moving to a different place or space Um, or maybe uh, your pathway in your work or your business or the people you hang with. Um, A lot of people are being very intentional about how they spend their time and energy and um, changing direction. Let us know. You can send us a text 2057 or email inbox at realitycheck.radio. So um, one of the things that you've done is you've moved a little bit more towards the spiritual side of your business, I think. And I know a lot of people are coming out of the spiritual closet, so to speak, a little Mm -hmm. bit more. What is soul aligned living? What is that? And how do we do that? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love it. So as, as you mentioned in my bio, um, I've been in this industry for a really long time, starting in the physical and the fitness industry and having always had that sort of seeking, I was always, have always been a seeker. So that underlying understanding of aligning with that deeper self has always been there. However, obviously over all that time, and I'm always learning and discovering things I wasn't always clear about how that was and what that um, mission was or what that calling was that I was working with with clients. I knew I was working intuitively and I knew that I could see beyond the stuff and the personality and what I call the human, the humaning. And so, um, however, I it's really been since I've been here and I've been able to step away from a lot of the bread and butter work that I was doing, which was like a lot of classes and coaching and things like that and and had a studio space. And so being more, having more space has really cultivated that understanding plus some some continued training that I always do. And I'm working with uh, something called the 
Soul Masterkeys. And that really solidified the concept of I, it's, I'm a soul mediator. So what I find when I'm in a coaching session is that I'm able to create that alignment between where people are experiencing the discord. There is a discord that they can feel and often there's this searching by doing different things, like I'll just train a bit harder or I'll just go on a diet or I'll do this course or I'll, you know, do these things or maybe it's the relationship or maybe it's the job. Whereas when we really drop all of that and drop into soul and the the essence and the true foundational, for want of a better word, coding of the soul, then we can um, get that clarity. And then it doesn't mean that instantly life sorts itself out. However, we have like a North Star and we have an alignment and we have a clarity of like where to listen to the guidance system. And and I find that once people find that alignment, there's this real exhale Mm. and it's just like dropping into a knowing. And what's great about that is then we all get like bombarded by so many options and so many directions and so many courses we could do and so many people we could work with. However, when we then drop into this, well, what is the true uh, calling or um, direction that I'm being pulled to? And then it just makes so much sense. It makes everything drop away. And then it's there's an ease, a lot more ease because we're like, well, I'm on my path and that's all that really matters. The first path you were talking about really makes me think of this trial and error approach where people are like, I'll try this and then I'll try that. Or someone said said, this was a good idea or my parents always expected me to do that or I've trained for this, so I may as well follow that path. You know, all the things that we do as people. Um, But it just sounds like something everyone would want coming back to, as you say, dropping into soul essence to find clarity. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Mm, it's and and this is what I mean about this this sense of exhale. It's so powerful when people just connect to their soul, and it's so beautiful because we've all done it as well. We've all had those moments when we've had these experiences, maybe in a meditation or on a retreat, or even even as simple as reading. You know, I'm sure you we've all had that experience where we're reading words in an amazing book and it's like, I could have written this because it sounds like exactly what I align with. And, and that's soul communication. And there are all these moments where we where we just feel it. We feel alignment. And that's the guidance system, you know, that's the guidance system of like, yes, follow that. Yes, follow this. Yes, follow that. And there is, you know, in in the in the program of of the four pillars, there is all the other aspects of like let's look after our human as well. The human is here, you know. This is how we're having the journey. However, let yourself be guided by by your soul alignment, and and it just makes life a lot easier. Like you say, you're not always being um, thrown around the wind mm. going that direction and this direction. Everything looks, you know, shiny objects. <laughs> How can we let ourselves be guided, as you say? Because I imagine logic comes in. People like, I feel pulled towards this, but, and then they throw logic on top, but that can't be possible because X, Y, Z. How can we follow that calling or the guidance a little bit more easily? Well, I think it's perfect in this, uh, first of all, up your brave. (laughs) That's one. Um, There is a, a courage needed. 
um, raising our vibration, understanding that um, what it is that we want to align with will raise our vibration and we can feel that. And if we are in a higher vibrational state, it's easier for us to align with that. And then it's not so hard. The logic hasn't got the same impact. And the other thing is um, understanding our coding. And this is where I think the soul master keys are so great. Um, and we have so many ways that we can understand our coding, things like, you know, human design and things like um, numerology and things like astrology. And there's so many ways that we can get a better understanding of our our coding, our essence, our, our framework. And that allows us to have a clearer understanding of our non-negotiables. And then once we have some clearer understanding of our non-negotiables, we then um, set in place rituals, routines to con constantly align with that. Because if we, uh, you know, those, those are non-negotiable for me, those rituals and routines, and for my clients, because otherwise we get lost in humaning again and the human takes over, you know, and that's, yeah, that makes sense. It's, you know, I just have these visions all the time. I, I always like, I love working with the concept of we're living in a simulation. And so from that perspective of imagining that our human is our avatar, it's our player. So we get to be the player. However, mm -hmm. this player, this character has certain framework and limitations. It's like if you play a computer game, you get certain tools, certain things that that character can do, and another character will do something else. So you can't play the other character. You can only play the character you've got with your tools and your abilities. And then you go through life with that character, with those tools and abilities, catching the treasures, gaining more vitality, more life until you pass that level. And so um, that's what I think is uh, soul-aligned living, is understanding, like, play the game that you've chosen to play. Instead of the game that uh, you've been told to play, maybe. Yeah, then you've been told to play or that you're seeing somebody else play because mm -hmm. that's a big one. So imagine if we are in a game. And you and I have chosen a different character. And so my character has certain amount of weapons and abilities in the game and yours has separate weapons and abilities. And I might be looking at you playing the game going, oh, I need to use that weapon or I need to use that ability. And it just doesn't work. And I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying to make it fit and it just won't fit because this character doesn't have those tools and abilities. We can gain lots of tools and abilities and we can kind of rewrite the character a little bit. But mainly we're going, okay, play your game and just enjoy everybody else playing theirs. You know, we're, we're playing it together and it's a... Yeah, it's a it's a way to sort of grasp the concept of how do we do humaning in a soul aligned way. It's such a great way to think of it. And also, I mean, I've got teenagers, so it's a great analogy. <laughs> and I'm always doing life lessons with mom. And so it's a great analogy for the teens, but also for the adults, like thinking, you know, yeah, don't just look at the other person. And a lot, what I've seen a lot of people do is, oh, well, easy, lucky for her, easy for her. She's got a ladder and she's got a sharper, you know, bow and arrow than I do. That's right. So people start comparing what they don't have and other people have it better. But it's like, well, how can you get something different in your basket or how can you use what you've yeah, got? Yeah, that's right. So follow, your, where you're follow going. the cues. And like, you know, when we think of a game and you go, bleep, 
and you've got a little bit of treasure and it goes boom and you've got a new tool, you know, to work with. And so it's like keep following, keep following those cues we were just talking about, those those little nudges and those things that interest you. That's where the treasure is. That's where you're going to get the new weapons. That's where you're going to win the game, you know. And, and when we're trying to watch and follow somebody else's game, it was funny. I had a session with a guy the other day and we were talking about he was he was literally, literally so overwhelmed and confused about which direction to go in life. Mm-hmm. And we were using the analogy of the player where his his player had gone to the toilet and the characters just standing there hovering, <laughs> <laughs> hovering on the spot, waiting for the, the player to come back because he was so confused. It's like, just play the game. Just make a move. <laughs> just move forward. You're yeah, okay. exactly. Move forward, move forward. Exactly. Nudge the needle, move forward and you'll find and just follow the follow the cues and you'll find the treasures. And <laughs> I want to come back to something you said earlier, which was around non-negotiables, because I think also coming into the new year, you know, people have resolutions about what they're going to achieve, but hopefully also, maybe more importantly, about what they're not going to do anymore. You know, I talk mm-hmm. about having a um, a done list. Like, what are you done with? You know, habits, yeah. duties, obligations, expectations, etc. friendships, whatever. Um, tell me a little bit more about the non-negotiables. What do you mean by that? And what are some examples that uh, serve people well to have in their repertoire of non-negotiables? And I'm sure that many of your guests have shared a lot of these non-negotiables, like my number one non-negotiable that I have years, forever and ever and ever, way before the woo-woo shared with my clients is meditation. So it's like, number one, meditation is your non-negotiable. It just is. Because of the fact that if when we wake up in the morning and we think we are the character, we need to create that space and go, okay, what is my soul alignment? What is my soul telling me? What is the communication? What is the true north that I'm looking for at the moment? What is out of alignment? All of those, all of that information is available to us when we meditate. So when we just be quiet and even a guided meditation, just that drop in just coming into the listening, the, the internal environment. And I always, you know, encourage first thing in the morning, like even if you do a couple of meditations, and I also say meditation, if nothing else, do meditation. <laughs> Just lie in bed consciously waking up so that you lie there, you feel the sheets, you feel the air, you you appreciate your bed, you appreciate the moment, you appreciate your room, your life, and you just take a real conscious moment before you unconsciously start your day. Mm. So it's just that conscious waking even and just take 10 conscious breaths, that mindfulness even, just start there, just meditation. I mean, how much easier do we need to start? <laughs> I love that phrase. That's so cool. I also wrote down, listen before the list, because what a lot of people do, I think, is they suddenly go into like, what day is it? What what? To, and yes. they go right into their to-do list in their brain, and then they're in, the, in their body, they start doing it. But what you just said was about listening, like drop in, listen, like be present, listen before that you get into that to-do list. Yes, exactly. And into and alter the details. And one thing to remember also is that in this realm, in this realm of existence, in the humaning experience, what 
is wonderful about this and so unique in this experience is the fact that we have chocolate and coffee and we can touch things and we can pet our animals and smell and all these wonderful things. So the senses is the gift that we have in this time. However, the senses is it's all information. And so the minute that we wake up and we receive all that information, it's a lot of information already. And we and it's constant, constant, constant. And there's so much information coming in through the eyes. So once we open our eyes and we go out into the day, there's all that processing. And when we think about it, that processing, that information has got everything we see has a whole story behind it. You know, you see your partner first thing in the morning, there's a whole story behind that. So instantly that program for want of a better word, I always say like imagine a window opening up or a cookie coming in or, a, you know, and so it's just sort of going, okay, well, that program has now opened up. When you were sleeping, mm-hmm. you were unaware of that and you had a moment to reset and re, you know, defragment the computer really, you know, reset. And so when we open our eyes, all those stories, all that information, all that data comes in and all throughout the day we're receiving, receiving, receiving data all the time. So that need to be very conscious before we allow all of that in. It's like, where am I coming from? Where am I inside all of this? So non-negotiables meditation daily or meditation what are a few what are a few other ones that you've got um the movement movement of any sort like i really love working out and exercising but any form of movement um just simple things roll downs that sort of thing just stretch the body mobilize be connected to the body spinal mobility movement all of that sort of thing um or exercising dancing so movement is really a non-negotiable any form of movement one of the programs that i have is called youngering and part of youngering is move it or lose it. You know, you you have to keep moving. And it's about catching all those little niggles at, when they're still niggles. Otherwise, we accidentally wake up one day and we're old. And so it's like, well, actually, you could catch that a lot sooner. And so that's a big thing. Um, journaling. So, th- so if we were to say my top five, journaling would be one as well, uh, either morning or night or both. Again, it gives a communication with soul. It gives us an opportunity. The way I love to journal is I do a brain dump. So that's my human having a go and maybe having a rant and talking from that perspective. And then I pause, I take a few breaths, and then I write again, and it always comes from soul. There is like an answer to what I was ranting about. There's some advice. It's almost like I'm sitting with a friend. There's always a comeback, always some pearls of wisdom. Sometimes when I read back, I'm like, did I write that? You know, so the the journaling is super powerful, and it's a it's just something that you don't need to include anybody else in, but you're still getting that support and clarity. So journaling is a big one. Thank you for mentioning some structure about that, because I was going to say to you, like, do you have a time limit or do you just kind of free flow? Right. But I love that you kind of do this brain dump rant, whatever, just the human and get that out and then just allow and just see what comes from your pen. And you just. How, how much so time beautiful. do you generally spend? Are we talking like half an hour? No, like I don't, no honestly, sometimes it's like one page, bang. Yeah. That's and other times I'm like five, 10 pages, you yeah, know, it just yeah. depends what's there and what's coming through, you know. It's just it's just a matter of, and I don't journal every single day. Um, 
it, yeah, it's just, it's more intuitive really, but it is consistency in the sense mm-hmm. that like, it's not like once a week and then once a month, it's definitely miss a day. I always say with consistency, it's okay to miss one day, you just don't miss two mm-hmm. on anything. So if you miss meditation one day, just don't miss two. If you miss exercising or movement one day, don't miss two. Mm. That's great. So you mentioned there were five things. We got meditation, movement, journaling. Well, this one's probably not everybody's favorite, but and it's maybe not a non-negotiable because it's not maybe for everybody, but um, cold showers, cold exposure, ice baths, something like that. I can't even begin to say how life-changing it is. It's really powerful. Even if it's just cold showers, like a 30-second cold shower at the end of a, a shower, really powerful. A lot of my, um, uh, especially the men, a lot, but a lot of clients are really getting some big shifts. And for me personally, like I also do a lot of biohacking work and lots of work around biohacking and mitochondria and anti-inflammatory because again, that helps us to align to soul when we when the body is optimized. Mm-hmm. When the body is optimized, then that's not going to get in the way. If we're walking around with a sluggish body, brain fog, inflammation, aches and pains, low energy, it's not that easy to then sit and be connected to soul high vibing you know Mm. you're not you're not going to high vibe when you're in that sort of state so ice baths and cold exposure really are powerful and one of the things with um, clients is the mindset shift and what I love about ice baths is that I really see it as overcoming the body overcoming the humaning because it's the human that's going, Oh my god, it's cold, I'm freezing, this hurts. I'm not, I don't want to do this. And if we like uh Satguru always says, I am not the mind, I'm not the body, I'm not the mind, I'm not the body. So you can repeat that as a, over and over and over. Another one that I quite like that I use is um, I have no opinion of this. So I'm in it and I'm just going, I have no opinion of this. And, <laughs> and coming to a place of saying, first of all, I have no opinion. I can formulate an opinion and I can decide later, no, it is cold. But initially I'm like, I have no opinion of this. It just brings me into neutral. Yeah. And I also use it quite often to really, 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 really evoke like a strong emotion. Like if I'm trying to manifest something and I'm just like ranting going, I am this, I'm, you know, my, my, um, affirmations of sort, or like if I'm trying to really manifest something, I like get in the ice bath, which is a, you know, stimulating environment. And then from there really create, that alignment with what it is I'm manifesting. So, yeah, so I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the ice baths. But isn't it so fascinating, just on your journey, but like from the bio, you had this fitness background and now it's like it's still integrating that knowledge and that wisdom around the um, inflammation and the body and and bringing it together, but with this more spiritual side. It's so amazing. Yeah, so with the Soul Fit Mastery really is four pillars that like get to the ultimate thing is soul alignment. It's always the ultimate outcome is soul alignment. And we have this physical being and I love it. I love this physical being and everything it can do. And I love the journey in learning about it and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely a big, big, big part of my journey and and our journey on earth, you know, to, we, we have this and it's like we, we don't look after it enough sometimes. And also, there are so many ways that we can get it to, you know, play along and we can have a a good, good ride really. 
How so can we expect life to be like if we do? I'm not saying like, OK, you know, OK, Wendy V, if I do the meditation and the movement, like, then I'll be all aligned. But it's like if we do genuinely want to move more towards a soul aligned way of living, soul fit living, like what are some of the ways that this shows up in terms of um, what what does it look like? Or how does it feel when we are doing that? Things just flow easily. Life is more oh, yeah, joyful. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, the, you know, the word that keeps coming back is high vibe, mm-hmm. you know, and high vibe and resilience and adaptability. And ultimately, and it sounds over the top, however, when you're living it, it's not, it's being superhuman from the perspective of what we think humaning is, because it's not actually superhuman. It's actually the way that we're meant to be, the way that we're meant to be. And we live sub, yeah. sub level, like it, it, it's, it's um, upsetting to see the things, the way we live. And what I'm grateful for in this big shift is that people are just not accepting that anymore. Yeah. You know, the, the old story, we're questioning everything, which is fantastic. We're questioning everything on a global scale and we're questioning everything in, in our in our own lives and the, the beliefs we've had and the way that we thought life is supposed to be. And, you know, the, so often you'll, I'll meet a client and outwardly they look like they've got it all and they question it because they're like, What's wrong with me? Like, I've got everything I could possibly want. Why am I not happy? And it's like, yes, you're living a great life. It's just not your life. It wasn't the life you were destined to live. And so your soul is like slowly, slowly, slowly trying to get your attention. It's buried under all this stuff. And then so it's like this eventually either you get sick and you just live live out your life until it's over and you didn't live the potential or eventually you just cannot ignore it anymore and drastic things happen. What are some of the starter questions? Like if someone comes to you and they're like, I just feel like, sure, I've ticked all these boxes, but I don't feel fulfilled. I don't know if I'm on my path and my purpose. What is like one of the starter questions that my audience can ask themselves and ponder and maybe journal on? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I think, well, with the tools that I use, like the master keys and 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 like for you as well, using things like human design and like people using those, I think those are good places to start because mm-hmm. quite often when people get that reflected back to them, they go, yes, that is, yes, you're right. That is exactly me. And then that is a good opportunity to go, okay, so now let's look at this number one issue you may have come to me with and how does that align? How how can you see, does that align? Can you bring the, you you know, your way of being, the way that your soul wants to express itself into the life you already have. So it doesn't always mean that you need to turn your life upside down. It's just like, how can you align more with the keys that you have and the coding that you have? Can you live more in alignment? So I think for people to ask themselves that is like in meditation, in journaling, maybe sitting with like, say, if there is one particular thing, like say if somebody was going to go see a coach or a therapist or something, what would they go and see them for? Write that down into the journal. And then from there and go, is what is it in my life that is out of alignment with this or what my soul would want? Or what are some of the qualities that I have as a human? Like, you might be, um, I like to be playful, I like to joke around, I love to, um, I really need connection with people or I need time to myself. So we look at all these character traits and all these um, intrinsic needs 
And then we look at, okay, so is your life at the moment allowing that expression? And it's a good place to start with journaling. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think, I think people will know, I think things will be bubbling to the to the forefront for some people listening, because often if there's something out of alignment, we do know what it is often. Yeah. And I think, yeah, focusing on that one area and getting someone to help you with the the questions and the accountability always helps as well. Mm. Um, I'd love to ask you about, you know, the four questions that I ask most of my guests. The first one is up your brave. What is one thing you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave? Well, definitely, um, exposing my woo more <laughs> and um being brave enough to trust that following my soul alignment and truly truly doing only saying yes to what I'm passionate about and saying no to anything that I may be choosing to do because of the money or because it's convenient or because it's a, a should so absolutely only saying yes to the things I truly want and seeing how that has manifested in my life and the freedom it's given. So that has definitely required some bravery mm. initially to, to trust that process and to let go of, of, of a lot of um, what I'd built for 20, 30 years. So that was, that was a bit of a brave move. Mm. What about going forward? Sometimes I call it the bucket list or we can think about like going forward. Is there something that you're wanting to do where you have to up your brave um, in 2024? Yes, more um, what I'd like to do is um, be more um, visible. Um, the online thing has been something newish for me um, as far as building the business and and building a community. So that side of things is something I'm really focusing on. Still having that real community feel, which in the past has always built through just word of mouth and being in round people. So that's something I really want to work on and um, continuing really on the path that I'm on. I think that's just my current bucket list for next year is just I have a real clear vision now and bringing the program out of, you know, all these things. So, yeah, I think that's nothing bigger than that. It's not like um, jumping out of an airplane or anything like that right now. <laughs> all good. Um, what is coming up for you? What is coming up that we maybe is good for us to know about in terms of your business and your work or even some travel that you might be doing? And how can people connect with you online? Great. Well, one thing is um, my Soulful Escape Retreat, which is like my, I'm so passionate about. I've been running retreats for about 12 years. And the last year we ran um, a retreat, Soulful Escape Retreat in um, Abel Tasman in Araroa. And it's nice. just so profound. And it was based on the Soulful Mastery Five um, of the Four Pillars. And so we, um, it was so profound. It was a beautiful environment, everything. So we're running another one in April. And that's going to, that's just, it's just such a beautiful environment. So I'm really excited about that. And it really is my life's work. And I love the fact that in a retreat, we have the time to sit with things. One of the things I love the best is that when we have a session and everybody's all blissed out or they're in the, having a, a moment or an experience that I can leave them with it. It's not like, okay, guys, got to go now. There's another class or another session. They can just really, really, you know, sit in that. And, and that's what I love so much about retreats. So retreats is my buzz. And um, yeah, I also have a coaching container as well, a mentoring container. The, uh, the retreat would be what I would say. That's a good place to start. And a good place. Is, is the retreat, 
guys and girls or mainly women coming along? Mainly women, not that it's exclusively for women. I think the thing is, like, I do have an application process because I do like to let people know where we're going with it, what the Mm -hmm. intention is, what we will be covering for two reasons. First of all, that they get out of it what they were expecting. And second of all, that the group is really cohesive because it is a lot about energy and it is a very energetically transformative experience. And so if we all are on the same journey to some degree, it's just so powerful as the last one was, you know, half of the power of the retreat was the transformation that everybody had together. And they've made, they've made like lifelong friendships. Like one of them is basically moving moved in together and it's just these amazing experiences so that is really important so I think that's where it is open um to men and women but there is the application process just to make sure everybody's in the same you know mindset oh retreats are so powerful I did my first retreat last year um I escaped to the forest and then I've got another one coming up this year in March so I totally agree. How can people find out more about either the retreat or the soul fit living the the container group that you coach as well? Um so the website is um should be getting updated should be updated soon but it's a good place to start wendy-v.com. The other thing is where I'm most active is Instagram. So that's mm-hmm. Evolve NZ. And I also have my second Instagram, which is Pranabar NZ. And that Instagram page is a little bit more around the biohacking, more around vitality, health and well-being. So it's, you know, the, it sort of goes into two areas. So I would say, yeah, Instagram is the number one thing um, that I put most of my energy in. Okay, amazing. So um, everyone, you can check out Wendy. Wendy, is it hyphen V hyphen? Yeah, the line. The line. Okay. <laughs> the middle line, not the bottom line. Got you. Dot com. <laughs> and also, we will put the links on the replay page. So if you're listening to this, you can go and check it out later. Um, or just send us a text 2057 and we'll connect you. <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, before we wrap things up, is there anything else you want to share with our audience today? Anything else you think that Kiwis, you know, in early 2024, anything else we should be pondering for ourselves or for humanity? What else do you want to, um, what other seeds do you want to plant before we say farewell? Well, one thing I would say, and I'm very passionate about this whole high vibe and this whole understanding and creating the reality and living as superhumans and understanding that is focus on what you want, not what you don't want. So let's speak that, speak that. I say all the time, our words are like spells. We are spelling things into reality. And so what are you talking about? What are you sharing? What is the vibration and the content of what you're talking about? And as Kiwis, we tend to want to kind of play things down or be a little bit sort of more humble. and out. But this year, let's drop that. And I really encourage like talk yourself up, talk your friends up, really talk the country up and just talk the world up and just hold that higher vision and just really speak, speak the high vibe stuff. That's what I would intend and encourage for this year in order to turn the ship. (laughs) Love it. Let's do that. Thank you so much, Wendy, for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. We're talking to Wendy V on Soul Aligned Living, Optimizing the Human Experience. If Reality Check Radio enriches your day in life, support us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives, and the dose of reality you won't get anywhere else. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate. Mm -hmm.